It's our headline segment here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, tonight uh, we uh, check in uh, with the uh, Ministry of uh, Digital Communication and Technologies. And uh, yeah, I guess the latest insofar as the post-bank amendment bill is concerned. Uh, many of you uh, would know, of course, uh, that uh, Minister of Communications uh, Kumbuzon Chabeni uh, says the post-bank will be ready to assume its role as the state bank, uh, which has certainly been... Uh, over the last while, a uh, big focus of the governing party. And Chabeni says work is already underway to upgrade the services that are offered by the Post Bank. And uh, also that the amendment bill is still being debated in earnest by lawmakers in Parliament. She's also been out and about in many communities uh, talking about, uh, I guess, the future uh, of the Post Bank uh, and uh, pr- particularly, of course, the role that it plays providing agency type services. Uh, for many entities, least among those being uh, the South African Social Security Agency. Joined on the line now by uh, the Minister Kumbuzon Chabeni. Minister, good evening. Welcome. Good evening to you and to your listeners, Aya. Thank you very much. Minister, you've been out and about over the last while, uh, decked out in red, uh, and uh, initially out in the free state, uh, trying to, I guess, popularize this message of a modernized post-bank. Let's maybe start off with the amendments that were announced by Cabinet out in March of last year. Um, which were looking, I guess, to modernize uh, the Post Bank and uh, position it as a 100% owned uh, or state-owned commercial bank. Um, that's been, I guess, I assume, brought before Parliament. Where, where are those discussions? So the, uh, with the amendment bill, the, uh, the, the discussions have passed the portfolio committee. The portfolio, com- the portfolio committee even held a, a public hearing on, on, on the bill. And now we are uh, awaiting uh, the tabling in the House so that it can then be a process for the president to then assent to it to make it law of the country. And I'm sure you know that the amendment bill was necessitated by the Banking Act that required that no state-owned entity is not financially liquid can own the bank. And therefore, we are transferring the ownership from of the post bank from the post office to the to government and uh, also uh, establishing what is owned uh, known as the controlling company, bank controlling company. Why uh, would you not keep it with the post office? Because the Banking Act requires that you need to be financially liquid. The post office is not financially liquid at the moment, and it will take us a while to sort out the problems at the post office. In terms of our estimations, we need another three years to sort out the post office, and therefore it will mean that in that period the post bank cannot be licensed to operate fully as a bank. And second. Yeah, so it is not viable to do that. But also, the post office may not be the the most suitable of uh, of SOEs to own and uh, to own the post bank, more especially when the post bank is designated to become the state bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, t- talk to me about, I guess, how this aspiration um, we can reconcile it with some of the more immediate challenges that the post bank is facing. I mean, we saw reports from the uh, South African uh, Central Bank. Uh, uh, giving the post bank another, I guess, reprieve for another 12 months uh, to fix its issues insofar as the national payment system is concerned. We've heard of hacks and breaches, billions of money lost. Um, and more recently, I think there were stories coming out of Ground Up uh, talking about some of the uh, technical and software related challenges that mean many people are unable to access the Asasa grants who bank with the post bank at the moment. Um, how do we reconcile the two? That there's this very big ambition as encapsulated in the amendment bill and the immediate challenges day to day for many of the stakeholders, in particular the customers who use the post bank. Let's start with the challenges so that we can get back to the, to the variation notice. 
in terms of the customers, you should know that the Post uh, Bank took over the payment of uh, social grants from the 1st of October. It was the responsibility of the post office. It meant mm. that the systems that were prescribed for the Post uh, Bank were described by the post office, and the post office itself is not a payment system. The FESA cards are, are, are where a custodian of the social grant agency Social services agency, and therefore, again, it was not a post office designed car, and therefore, mm. let the, the cyber security features. And that's why you saw the hex, you saw the, the it's not even, uh, you saw the stealing of the money. And those are the things that we are addressing, both in terms of the variation notice, but also in terms of the findings of the Auditor General. We did, um, we did a full audit of the system for the Auditor General, which necessitated, again, uh, another forensic audit to determine what are the costs on, on the system flaws. Though we were fully aware that the systems that the post bank were using, because they were the post office system, were not adequate for the, for, for the banking system, and the, those things are being addressed. And therefore, as an immediate measure, we are going to re, uh, uh, replace the SASAC uh, cards to the new SASA cards that have necessary security the discussions and agreements that can reach with both SASA and social development. And in the meantime, we have stopped the the, the withdrawal of social grants from ATMs because that's how the money was being transferred of the cards of beneficiaries and the, the issue, though the insurance was covering it. And that is part of the issues that were already raised by the Reserve Bank to say, you, post bank, part of the reasons why you can't be licensed, your technology systems, your payment systems mm. are not with the national payment system of the country, uh, which is prescribed by the NPS Act. And therefore, they were given, the post bank was given until the uh, 31st of December 2022 to, to, to solve the problem. But at that time, the post bank did not even, even have a board, did not even have a, an executive team. We to then establish, uh, put uh, in place a board, and the board is basically putting in place the executive team. And with the board in place, there was because there was a moratorium placed by my uh, predecessor to make sure that we can just sort out the governance before you then do uh, uh, certain things of changing the system so that you are not compromising that thing. So we've put in a board, and we, we, the board is in the process of putting the, the management team. But also, we've lifted the moratorium. The post bank is busy modernizing the IT system. Mm. And that's why in the variation notice, that extension that was given by the Reserve Bank um, in, in December, 31st December 2022, extending the variation notice period to 31st December 2023, the Reserve Bank acknowledges the progress that has been made by the post bank to address the, the, the situation mm. uh, that but also acknowledging that the time frame was not enough and sufficient given the challenges that face the bank. But where we are, we are confident that the technology system, the payment system, should be able to be compliant by April this year. And the, in terms of the competent authority, we are targeting uh, through the board uh, the uh, June this year. The board is already in place. As soon as the bill comes out of parliament and the president accepts to it, then the board will undergo and the executive team that will be in they'll undergo what is called fit and proper assessment by the Reserve Bank because we just don't put mm. individuals on a post or a bank. They must be approved by the Reserve Bank and the, the Prudential Authority that they are fit and proper people to run that bank. They have the necessary competencies and all those things. And yeah. we, we, should complete, we should complete that on track. And we don't think that the December timeline, and though we appreciate it, that we are not too much under pressure, the December timeline, is well. it will be well within our reach, even if... 
Minister, I, I guess just on that one, I mean, the other question that many of our listeners would have is the operating model of this bank um, as a financial services institution, transactional, you know, banking, deposits, lending, that kind of thing. Um, and, and the relation, I guess, with the current points of presence of the South African Post Office, over 2,000 of them. I mean, you know, the kind of points of presence that would make even many private sector retailers very jealous. Um, I mean, talk to us about how this bank will firstly be rolled out but more importantly, I guess, you know, at an operational level, how will that look like? So then what, have been, what it has been designed to be rolled out is to, is to deal with a few things. One, the financial exclusion of individuals, but also financial exclusion of those who want to be in the small, medium enterprise sector. Secondly, the uh, majority of our people are unbanked, but also because even when they have some, something, they cannot be, they, they don't have the ability to build a credit profile. And I like to use the social grant as an example. Majority of our people, beneficiaries on social grants do not have, whether it's a disability or old age or whatever form of social grant. Though it comes in monthly, it's not recognized as credit, they're not even allowed to save it. And that's the model that's going to change. But to use the post offices, the footprint of the post office to roll out the post bank, it means it allows them, the post bank, to be present most closest to the people that you don't need to take two or three taxes to go to the to, to your bank, you must be able to go to your bank. Not necessarily because you want to withdraw money, because you know we're going to move into fintech and people can transfer from wherever they are. But there are things that you still have to do to apply certain things to be verified on certain things. You can then then get to do that at the price nearest to you, which is which will be at the post office. And there will be different. There will be a co-branding. There will be a post bank branding and then uh, i mean minister with the points of presence declining i mean uh, in 2015 there were around 2500 post office branches um you know by 2020 it was just over 2000 and probably around that area now um you know i mean it just seems that you want to add more branches but it seems the branches of the post office where you're going to be co-branding uh, they are becoming fewer and fewer. I mean, somebody was saying the other day they wanted to go and pay for their post box and then realize that the post office had been evicted from the shopping center where their post box was. Um, I mean, how, how do we deal with that? What's the plan on the part of, uh, I guess, the um, you know executive authority here insofar as the future points of presence uh, of the post office um, and what maybe what that target might look like? So the, the, the challenge, the financial problems of the post office are known by everybody, and we've been addressing them. And I must say there has been a marked improvement in terms of... Ah, Minister. Oh, we seem to have lost the minister there. Minister, are you still with us? Uh, clearly not. Yeah, it's our... Uh Headline segment tonight, and uh, we check in uh, with uh, the uh, Ministry of Digital uh, uh, Communications and Digital Technologies and uh, joined by the Minister uh, Kumbu Zonchabeni uh, to speak about the Post Bank and uh, the modernization of the bank. Uh, uh, the Ministry and uh, I guess the bank itself has been out and about, uh, fresh branding and uh, trying to, I guess, position itself as a financial services provider of choice uh, for many communities where... Uh, the uh, South African Post Office is accessible and uh, has significant points of presence. Uh, Minister Chabeni, do we have you back on the line? Yes, you have me back online. I don't know what happened. I, don't, is there, is there, <laughs> I, I think it's the towers of the people whose work you regulate and oversee, you know? 
Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. So, so Minister, I think you you were talking just before we went to the break about the plan insofar as like the real estate of the South African Post Office is concerned. In very well-located places, but it seems I'm seeing fewer and fewer post office branches where there were post office branches before. So, we post branches, we are following a two-prong strategy. In a rural area or in a village where a post office branch, which is sitting in a post office building, that is owned by the post office, are not able to then drive, or they have to take two or three taxis to move on to the next. So that's the discussion that we're having in terms of even on the location of the post bank to say, which are the branches that have enough footprint uh, in a, and enough big traffic to come in and to be able to, to transact, but they are not um, in urban areas, our people cannot be accessible. And we're looking at those numbers, even with the post bank, they're doing the model and they'll there and we'll announce the handle shortly. Yeah, and, and and I guess the you know the other element uh, that is of interest um, is what new financial services will a, a post bank as a transactional bank offer that it currently doesn't offer at the moment. Uh, the majority now it offers a, a savings account. It also offers the the stock sale account. So we're going to be able to, to introduce personal banking. We're going to be able to introduce what you call your individual investment account, but also we're going to in, introduce uh, 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 financing services for SMMEs and, um, and, and and not only in agriculture, but across the spectrum of, of services. And we're looking at other financial uh, packages and services, and they said they'll come back to me in March with the full detail of those services that will be available because we want to mitigate against... Um, the, the, the high interest rates in, in, the, in, in the other commercial space, but we also want to mitigate, uh, mitigate against a lack of access to funding by majority of people who, if they had access to funding, they should be able to run their own enterprises. Of course, we'll have to match them, given that we are government. We should then give them a full package, not only finance, but also link them up with enterprise development mm. uh, 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 organizations or uh, agencies to make sure that those enterprises marketing, uh, uh, business marketing opportunities, so that those enterprises are viable. So we're not going to look at a at an, uh, client, whether you're a business or an individual client, from a singular perspective, from a, a narrow perspective, we're going to look at, at a broader, broad range. So mm-hmm. when we down our packages, there'll be an inclusive package partnering with our uh, other government entities that support such development. Last question on my end, Minister. Um is there scope, I guess, in your plans uh, for this bank uh, to be capitalized uh, by the state, uh, be it via you know, paying salaries of state employees in the bank, or, or what is some of the thinking there? Because you did mention earlier on that you, you need a bank that can be adequately, or you know, a bank can't be a bank if you can't adequately capitalize it, and it seems the post office cannot do that at the moment. Uh, how is the state thinking about capitalizing it? And I guess the scope of embedding other financial services i mean i'm thinking of you know national student financial aid scheme i'm thinking of the sasa question what's the role of some of those agency type services that the sapo would provide would the post office continue with that or will some of that be shifted to the post bank so sasa already has shifted to the post bank we are going to engage with nepsos in terms of uh, how do we then uh, become a service agent to them in the immediate we're thinking about the government uh, bank accounts moving back to the uh, state bank to the post bank because it will be the state bank and then we'll then move to the government employees salaries or the public service salaries being paid uh, their holding accounts in a compulsory manner at the post bank that the immediate salary gets deposited into your post bank account and move on. But now we are looking specifically of the government account 
at the post bank. And maybe the other thing that we we're also playing around because we pay uh, social grants beneficiaries and also for children, what you call it, um, I forgot the term, the, ch- the child, child grant. support grant. Yeah. yeah, the child support grant. We And Home Affairs registers these kids. Uh, seven days later, they have a birth certificate. So when they leave the hospital or leave the clinic, they have uh, their birth certificate. So the challenge is given to the post bankers to say, what is the possibility that when Kumozo gives birth to her son called Ayabonga in seven days and 14 days later, uh, Kumbuzo receives uh, a welcome letter to say, Yeah, uh, uh, Kumbuzo, your son Ayabonga, born on this date, has an account number, this is the account number, as courtesy to us, we are depositing 50 rents and your first uh, child grant. Child support grant will be deposited from this account on because we, we already know this that Kumbuzo is an indigent, Kumbuzo qualifies, that child qualifies for a child support grant because we, we're moving in a, we're in a world of big data, of integrated data, so we should have a single view of a citizen and be able to intervene even before the citizen applies for the service. And those are the things that the post bank they are looking at. We may not be able to launch it immediately this year, but mm-hmm. this is the direction that we are moving towards as part of inculcating. And, uh, that culture of saving. Minister Nchabeni, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That there was Minister Kumbuzo Nchabeni, Minister of uh, Communications and Digital Technologies, speaking about, yeah, the path that the Post Bank in the next while is going to follow. Uh, of course, uh, I guess the Post Bank Amendment Bill as well is set to come into effect still uh, with the lawmakers and uh, certainly something we'll be following quite closely. We're going to take a brief break now. When we come back, we take some of your voice notes and